Milner. Can he tee up someone in red? And he goes towards Lundgren. Hello and welcome to Stoppage Time Soccer Show, English Premier League season in review. We're going to break down what our predictions were at the beginning of the season, so buckle up. And with me, as not always, uh, he missed the last two weeks, Logan Stump. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, you're on thin ice. Uh, This isn't hockey, so I'm not worried. (laughs) Thin ice. All right, and we have Matt Artgrove, who's always here. Yeah, I'm always here. Logan, I missed you. Matt Glad missed one, I think, for, like, vacation, and that was it. Yeah. And Jordan's not missed one. Oh, no, I haven't. It's co- probably because if, if not, I don't know if it would ever uh, Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Got to edit it, then put it up and all that. Uh, yeah. We are monkeys when it comes to that. There we go. I I have not missed one, so I'm leading the. Uh, I won the award this season for uh, most attendance, best attendance. Perfect. Perfect attendance. attendance. Perfect yeah. attendance. You get a sticker. I can't wait. <laughs> That's pretty sick. That means you're the coolest kid in school. Yes, I always was. Anyway, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, not even close. Um, yeah, so let's go over what happened. So we had midweek games, and then we had uh, the weekend games. So we have a bit to catch up on, but let's just look at how the table kind of finished for the season. Uh, in first place is Logan's Manchester City, Woo! 86 points, 38 games, 51 goal differential. Uh, in second is Manchester United with 74 points. In third, miraculously, after all their injury troubles, Liverpool with 69 points. And backing into that last Champions League spot unconvincingly is Chelsea with 67 points. In fifth is Leicester with 66. In sixth was West Ham with 65. And in seventh, was Tottenham with 62. Those are the European spots. Eighth place, we have Arsenal with 61 points. Ninth place, we have newly promoted Leeds in 50, with 59 points. Everton in 10th with 59 points. Aston Villa in 11th with 55. Newcastle in 12th with 45. Wolves in 13th with 45. Palace in 14th with 44. Southampton in 15th with 43. 
Brighton, Logan's second team here, is in 16th place with 41 points. Burnley in 17th with 39 points. Just a little bit more than one point per game there. And Fulham in 18th and relegated with 28 points. West Brom in 19th, relegated with 26 points. And Sheffield United in last place with 23 points, even with two wins in their last five. Remember when they hadn't won a game until 2021? They finished the season with seven wins. Only three points back of West Brom. Uh, when it looked like they were going to be like record <laughs> record <laughs> going down, uh, they, they kind of pull out the stops a bit there. It's pretty interesting. Well, there's our table. Um, you know, the last, uh, the last day brought us some drama as Aston Villa beat Chelsea 2-1. Uh, Tottenham won 4-2 over Leicester. Uh, and Liverpool beating Palace 2-0. That pretty much rounded out the top four battle. Leicester kind of started things off with leading. Chelsea started things off with going down. And Liverpool started leading. That would have left Liverpool and Leicester in the top four. Then Tottenham equalized. And that would have sent Chelsea into the top four. Then Leicester took the lead again, which would catapult Leicester back <laughs> into the top and then Tottenham equalized and then scored two goals to finish it off. Um, that was really the only thing going on there. I mean, Tottenham was kind of battling for Europe spots. Arsenal could have jumped in there. I think if Spurs lost. So overall, just a interesting finish to the season. What I want to go over real quick here is what we predicted at the beginning of the season. So, Logan, I want to ask you, do you remember what your top four was? Because I have it written down right here. I believe it was Liverpool, mm-hmm. Manchester City second. I had, I want to say United third and Chelsea fourth. Close. You had Manchester United in fourth with Chelsea in third place. Dang, Dang it. Top four is correct. Top four teams yeah. are correct. Out of yeah. order. But correct. Um, I had the same exact one. <laughs> yeah, you plagiarized, I remember. No, I think you plagiarized. <laughs> yes, I did have the same one. Uh, and Matt, do you remember what your top four was? Oof. I want to say... I think I had City winning. Liverpool second. I want to say then I... Probably had Chelsea United. You are correct. So this goes... uh, Top four winner is Matt. He got the winner of the league right and uh, got all four teams correct, just in the wrong order. So Matt, good job. You had the best record out of the top four there. Uh, Thank you. Everything feels worth it now. Are you ready for relegation parts here? Because uh, nah, we had some really bad yeah, takes good. here. Good. Nah, we're, no, good. we're good. We're nah, <laughs> good. <laughs> I want to be on my high horse. My relegation teams, I got one right. Here we go. Fulham. But I had them in 20th place. So they, they were 18th. Then I had Aston Villa in 19th. 
and West Ham in 18th. Not good. That's brutal. (laughs) I'm not going to laugh, though, because I've got two coming up that are not great. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Especially with the seasons Aston Villa and West Ham had. (laughs) Like, okay, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Thanks. Uh, Logan, do you remember year three? Oh, man. Uh, You probably wrote down Crystal Palace. um, Yes. Yeah, oh, dear. Um, I want to say Crystal Palace. I think I had West Ham and... Or uh, West Brom and Fulham. Close. You had Fulham, Crystal Palace, and Aston Villa. Man, we were really down in Aston Villa. Well, they just escaped by a point last season. So That's we were true. We were uh, thinking there'd be no improvements, I guess. Uh, Matt, you had Fulham, Aston Villa, and West Brom. So you got two out of three, and you win that round as well. Matt kicking our butts in this. Uh, Golden Boot. I had... This is embarrassing. Do you guys remember who I had? Yeah, you had a bombing yank. Yeah, I had a bombing yank. That's embarrassing. (laughs) That is embarrassing. He, uh, not even close. Not even close. Where does a Let me see if I can find a bombing yank on this list real quick. I think he got relegated. I don't think Uh, he's... He's 26. In the league with 10. Oof. Yeah, he was 13 short. 13 short. Do you remember who you had, Logan? I want to say I had Vardy. That is correct. Nice. And that is incorrect in the sense of he did not get it. He was in seventh. (laughs) God. Matt had Mo Salah with like, 22 or 23 goals, I think. That's what you oh, said. Dang. That was pretty close. Harry Kane gets it with 23 points. Uh, with 23 goals. Mo Salah in second with 22. So, Matt, you guessed it. You win this round as well. <laughs> Clean sweep. <laughs> and when we look at manager of the year, Logan, tell me who you had here. Yeah, I had Pep Guardiola for sure. No, you had uh, Chris Wilder. That didn't Jeff go United. Well. The <laughs> worst gone. manager of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you asked. Yeah, that's what I manager the best, of the year was. It was just the one with the most, the most the storylines, right? No, the lowest points, right? It's like golf. Oh, it's golf, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Wilder said no win there. I had, do you guys remember who I had? <laughs> I want to say you had Nuno. I had Mikel Arteta. Oh, God, that's manager right. Manager of the year. Not close. Not close. I mean, they Better do finish with eight place, which is where they finished last season. They won their last five in a row, but I don't think that's going to get them manager of the year. And Matt, do you remember who you had? For manager? Yeah. What I had said. What did I say? I, I think it was. It had to be Jose or, or Frank, I, which doesn't really work very well. What if way. I told you, you said Pep Guardiola? Did I? Yes. You said you, since they're going to win the league, he's going to win manager of the year, and he's going to win manager of the year. I I think there's no doubt there. And Matt wins again. So if we do this every year, 
Matt finishes this season with four points. A point for each one of these uh, categories he won here. One, two, three, four. Yeah. And I'll give me and Logan one point for just getting the top four correct. So I'll actually give Matt five points. Yeah. So you got the winner and the top four. Winner plus top four plus closest to golden boot plus manager of the year plus relevant. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. There we go, Matt. So if we do this every year and we keep track of this stuff, then uh, we have a long way to catch up to <laughs> already. We'll need to get a few of these categories correct, Logan. Um, yeah, so, Matt, congratulations. Uh, you you finished the season strong here. Lots of good predictions, apparently. How does it feel? Feels, it feels great, you know? I, I don't know. I was glad I got some things right in sports this year. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough year. <laughs> I already am getting ready for predictions for next year, though. Good. We'll have to. Uh, I'll have to definitely up my game here uh, for next make year's predictions. Lock, make him lock those in now. He says he's ready. Lock them in. Let's go, Matt. Lock them in. Lock them in. Then we'll steal the same answers and we'll get some points. That's how it'll work. <laughs> That'd be fun before a transfer window. Just go, let's start. Let's start guessing right, who's going to be the the team to beat. Oh, I've already got a couple. I've already got two uh, relegation, relegation. Um, shoot, two relegation teams. teams. Yeah, candidates. Yeah, that's a good word. I can think of the think of a word for it. And there are teams that are not getting promoted right now. Wow. Okay. Uh-oh. I think you mentioned one to us before. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you? I think he texted it. Yeah, I texted it. I think he said wolves with uh, mm-hmm. with Nuno leaving. So. Uh, mm. Yeah. The other one. Burnley is yeah Burnley. That's that's who I was thinking. Yeah. Watch them though be the team I, I that's like it. West Ham next season, and they finish like six. <laughs> They're going to have to find attacking players for that. Oh, my. Well, there is... Uh, well, that's it. I'm just kidding. Could you imagine if that was our episode? Just like, uh, well, that, that was all we have. Uh, so we do have some other things to talk about as well. But I just want to get your general impressions on the weekend here, Matt. How... how what do you think was the biggest storyline of the weekend here? Ooh. Um, I think in in all reality, I think it was just seeing the top four play out. Maybe, you know, I I guess it's also really, I guess, the top, I would say battle between third to seventh completing because it was a weird, it was a weird uh, final Sunday. There was no relegation questions. We didn't have to 
care really about those teams. Everybody from 17th to, I think it was pretty much 17th to 11th had really no skin in the game in terms of what, you know, results mattering. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I just think seeing how that, that top four battle ended with Chelsea and Liverpool getting to be the teams in the champions league and Tottenham grabbing that seventh place, uh, initial European Conference League um, spot, which I'm sure they're incredibly excited to play in next year with uh, Gareth Bale probably leading the line if they decide to go that route. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it is. Also kind of sad to see some managers. Uh, you know, we saw, I think it's Sam Allardyce, but of course, I mean, they got dropped, but that was his last game with West Brom. Um, you know, we had Roy Hodgson last game with Crystal Palace, Nuno last game with Wolves. Um, so we got to see some uh, final uh, manager games as well. It was, a, it was a little sad to watch, but, you know, eventually it, I guess really the time comes for everybody. It sounded ominous. Uh, Logan, uh, what was your, uh, what was your biggest uh, storyline of the weekend here? I mean, I gotta, I gotta stay homer. I, I think watching Sergio leave was really tough. I think with, I mean, he's the active leader, goal scoring leader um, that was still playing, obviously in the Premier League. Um, I think watching him leave and, and exit Man City, it's, it's closing this chapter and heading into a new one. And Pep all but confirmed that he's going to Barcelona to play with Messi. So that. That was a big thing for for me as far as my weekend's concerned. If you're looking at you know my team that I support, and just watching all the years of Sergio and the reason why I got into soccer, um, you know it's really tough to watch him leave and, and watch the videos of Pep really choke up because he's leaving and and just how much he meant to that club. He's the last one of that first group that won that Premier League title um, to leave. Do so you, he, do you buy Pep's actually upset about this? Because I don't. No, 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 no. I, I think he's upset. I, I think people thought like he was upset, like he wants like bring him back. This was no. More, I mean, like, like you yeah. mean like I, I just thought he was upset because I, I think he likes Sergio. I, I think everybody likes Sergio. I think that that had a lot to do with it. And watching him I don't leave, like Sergio, but uh, Matt doesn't like Sergio. Um, but you know, I it it I think he does. I think Pep likes him. I think he likes him as a person. But I just don't know. You know, I think he had a falling out with him some. I, I think that he was more than fit, and I thought he played well enough to prove that he was fit to play. But I think that Pep had pretty much closed the door on him a year early. So, I don't know. It, it was like it was a weird ending for him um, and a weird way to go out as a legend because nobody else has really gone out like that. It's kind of strange. But, um, yeah, I, I think Pep was just sad at the fact that Sergio's leaving because he likes Sergio. And maybe feels bad for some of the stuff that's happened the last couple of years with him, but I think he's he's happy to see him go to Barcelona and play with Messi. I think so. Maybe that's what some of it was. Yeah, I just never got the impression he actually liked Sergio Aguero. Yeah. So it was like as soon as he got there, there was like rumors of Sergio leaving and stuff. So I feel yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think my biggest storyline here, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are going to say probably Lester, right? Uh, Matt kind of mentioned the top four part, but I think my biggest storyline is as we still have another game to play, English teams do two of them, Chelsea versus city this weekend. Um, 
is Chelsea just uh, not being up for it, you know? Like, they could have just ensured them getting Final Four by winning against Aston Villa. They left it to Spurs to bail them out of it. Um, they they didn't look great midweek. I mean, really, this team is uh, lost two of their last five. Uh, you know, they beat Leicester on the 18th. They lose to Aston Villa on the 23rd. They lost to Arsenal 1-0 on the 12th. Really, the last time they looked anything really good, I'd say, was that May, May 8th game against Manchester City where they won. They lose the FA Cup final. They lose two league games. They got lucky here. Uh, I really think that's the case, and I wonder what kind of position this puts them in for the Champions League final, because if they're going to play the way that they were just playing, I just can't see them beating Manchester City on Saturday, if that's the case. Agree or disagree, Logan? Yeah, I... I think that in the form that City kind of climbed back into with Chelsea kind of going a little bit the opposite direction, I think it's it's a perfect storm for Man City. I think this is the best opportunity we'll ever have. So uh, don't screw it up because I think that uh, it's a Chelsea team that I still think, man, there's times where they just don't, they don't look like they're going to score. And there's times where uh, City's defense has just been so good. I, I'm interested to see how it'll clash. Uh, I think if... Werner is just completely off the mark again, and Havertz doesn't play well, and he doesn't start Pulisic. I don't. There's not really much to worry about in the way of attacking players. It just doesn't feel like Chelsea has the firepower right now to keep up with the City. And I think that that last game over the weekend, especially, like that's a that's a must-win game, and they were trying to win that game to you know get into Champions League for next year and could just lock it up themselves. And like you said, Jordan, I think it. It shows just maybe how flawed some of the stuff that Chelsea has is. And I think that that's starting with Timo Werner. Yeah, I think this is pretty much a guarantee City wins this thing. Chelsea, in some of the biggest games this season, has not come out looking like they want to compete. If you juxtapose that to the 2012 Chelsea run in the Champions League. Um, They were up for every big game. Uh, In this season, I don't see that. And uh, that's for every single player on that team, I think. You know, Um, uh, just they can't score. They really can't score. And that's probably their biggest issue. And they're going up against a team that just put five past Everton, which I know is just Everton, but it's, you know, it's the confidence of it, right? Where you, where you, if you're just sinking them in, you're, uh, you're unstoppable. And Chelsea's confidence has been very low. And I think City's is very high. They just lifted a trophy. They're excited. They're ready to go. And especially they're hungry for it because they've never won it. I mean, I, I know Chelsea, these players have not, most of these players have not won it. But, you know, as a club, it's a little different when they can make history as being the first city team to, to win 
the Champions League. So, unfortunately, I think City's going to win that. I don't want them to because I don't really want to see Pep lifting another one. Um, anything else about this Premier League season, or should we take a look at the lower leagues and these playoffs that are happening? I I, I think that... You know, looking at the teams coming up, uh, like Matt said, um, you know, kind of transitioning into what we're going to talk about next. I think that, who was it? Uh, is it Watford and... Watford Norwich? Norwich? Yeah. Um, Norwich. Again, they're, they're joining a league that I think is getting better. I think the lower teams are getting better, so I think it'll be interesting. It seems like Norwich just likes to come up and then go right back down. So um, as we start to transition... for them this year. Did I hope for them. Yeah, I reading some people on uh, some Norwich fans on Reddit, they're saying that this team my dog is very active right now for some odd <laughs> reason. <laughs> um they've said that this team seems a lot more sound. They they they're a lot more organized. Um huh. I I haven't read much into Watford, um, so I don't really know how they've been going about this season. Obviously they've played really well. Um, and I personally hope Brentford come up, but I, I I'm excited. I think this season, it was odd. It was highly competitive in the top half of the table, but it was oddly uncompetitive at the bottom half. Mm-hmm. It felt like you already knew by October, November, who was getting relegated. Um, and I, I just don't think you really see that very often. You don't, this was the first season, all three teams were relegated by, I think it was week either 35 or 36 like there was nothing there was no battle for that and I think almost to an extent that can be just as exciting obviously as a top four battle um but then you get to the top of the table and it felt like seven eight nine ten different teams at different points were very competitive in terms of possible champions league Everton and Villa started really well Aston uh West Ham came on strong toward the end Leicester were in the top four the entire season basically um they were the team in the top four the longest, and they didn't, still didn't even get top four. Um, and, you know, Leeds played incredibly well. Um, and I, I do think Premier League is, is actually transitioning into less of these teams sitting back, which is actually why I think Wolves and Burnley are going to have trouble next year. Um, I kind of put Palace in that as well. Um, those are teams that kind of play defensively, and I don't think the teams coming up are playing that way. And I think next year is going to be... Personally, I could see it being one of the most exciting years in terms of Premier League, just as teams progress. You said you had some uh, stats. Uh, do, do you do you have them? You said you had some um, fun stats, I, I numbers. I don't remember where. I was just I, I like statistics or I like I like comparisons. I know one of the ones I had was Everton. Everton in tenth place, but. 59 points was the highest 10th place ever. That was the most points a 10th place ever has gotten. Um, someone had it most years. 59 points would get you 5th or 6th, and they ended up all the way down in 10th. Um, and just some others from Reddit were, were more so the table if VAR didn't exist. The top four doesn't change. Uh, no, wait, no. Chelsea, I think, are out of the top four. Tottenham replaced Chelsea if VAR doesn't exist. Um, City and United still finished 1-2. Liverpool still finished third. Um, relegation didn't change. Um, but there was a, a chart, I'd have to find it on Reddit again, that basically shows the point accumulation for pretty much every spot is consistently going up every year. 
have been consistently increasing in terms of what amount of points you need to get certain levels. Um, personally, my favorite thing, though, is that um, somebody posted this earlier today. Actually, it was yesterday. Um, Liverpool are the first uh, Premier League champions from the year prior to make the Champions League besides Manchester City in the last 10 years. So they, other teams, the Manchester City was the only team to actually make the Champions League the following year after they won the Premier League. Manchester United came in seventh the year after they won. Chelsea came in 10th after the year they won. Leicester came in 12th. And then Chelsea again came in fifth. Um, so it's, it actually, I think that just shows how hard this league really is. I thought that that was actually my favorite one. Um, so you're saying City is going to drop pretty low this year? Yeah, I think City's going to really struggle. Um, unfortunately, yeah, they're probably going to sign. Game. Probably going to sign second Harry Kane, great and that's <laughs> What do you think uh, if they win the Champions League? Does Pep walk away? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, I, I definitely could. I, I, I think he'd actually have interest in going back up to Spain somewhere. I honestly do. They've always talked about him wanting to coach a, a, a national team, and if a national team was looking for somebody, right, you know, right around this time for the World Cup coming up next year, maybe. So I don't know. That's a good question. And maybe he does. I don't know what else you would have to win at that point. What else do you have to prove? Maybe come to MLS. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I doubt that. I, 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 look, if I'm him, I say this every time, but it's never going to happen. I, I go somewhere in like League One or Championship <laughs> if you can, if you can pull it out. Yeah, why not? Or like a like a team that uh, like an Allardyce kind of thing where a team needs saving and relegation, and he comes in and. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be the best for that because he's going to try to make them play tiki taka and like from the back, and they'll give up all these. Goals from trying to like make back passes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Quest bomb played out of the back. Pretty brutal, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, talking about the two teams that are coming up, we're going to find out on Saturday morning who is coming up with them. It's Brentford versus Swansea. Uh, Brentford is the team that has made the most playoff runs without getting promoted to the Premier League, I think, is the stat. We talked about it last year as well. And uh, if they lose this one, then I, I don't know, man. I don't know. If you look at the table, Brentford finished above Swansea by seven points. So you would think, oh, they got this. But I, I just don't know. What, what is your gut saying, Matt? Does Brentford break the curse and get up to the Premier League? I mean, I'm I'm gonna say yeah. I, I just they eventually got to do it, and I feel like everybody besides Swansea fans are rooting for them because they're just they're new. We, you know, we want to see we want to see a team. Oh, come on, sorry, dog knocked my phone down. Cut. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we want to see Brentford. Like, it, we want to see that new. We want to see a new team here, and I don't know. I I, I think they'll do it this time. I don't personally think Swansea is incredibly talented and legitimately they feel like Fulham. I feel if Swansea make it up, I personally feel they're not going to do well. They're going to go right back down. Their normal kit colors are black and white. Um, it's like deja vu all over again. It seems like if Swansea end up winning. Uh, so I, they got to do it this time. 
What do you say, Logan? Who's going up? I want to say Brentford. I think Brentford's a better team. You look at their uh, if you look at their goals, they led the the championship in goals scored last or, or this uh, last campaign. Uh, they've had seventy nine goals. Swansea was all the way down with fifty five. Um, Swansea likes to concede quite a bit, so I think that Brentford, Ivan Tony, thirty one goals. That's a crap ton of goals. That's like uh, what's the um, is it Mitrovic who came up and just absolutely disappeared like a ghost yep. for Fulham. Um, although I, I watched Ivan Tony play because I watched Brentford play um, that amazing comeback win, and I was actually really impressed with the way that they played and the way Ivan Tony. He's got much more of a, a killer instinct than Mitrovic did because I think that he's got the ability to put the team on his back. You get him one goal or two, and he, that team easily pounds Swansea into the ground, I think. Because I do think Brentford is heads above others, and I know Brentford was in good form coming into the match. I think they had won four of their last five or something like that. So, yeah, no, I, I really like Brentford's chances. I thought Brentford played really well uh, in front of their fans again. So, you know, having them right up the road um, in London is—it's going to be—it's going to be hell of a game. I'm excited for it because they just absolutely smashed Bournemouth in the face um, after being down one nil. I thought they just took it to them, and they look like a team that finally is going to give their fans in London uh, something to cheer about. And let's swap a London team for a London team because I think Brentford's better for this league and Premier League. I think I am going to go with Swansea, unfortunately. Don't do that, Jordan. Jordan Morris no. is not. No. I th- no. I'm not rooting not for it. them. I just no, think Jordan. that that's what's going to happen. I, 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 Brentford's track record's not great. The bees, and, man. Uh, the bees. The bees are having like one of the best year. I mean, you know they, what they eats bees? Swans. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a thing. So, uh, Swans. Bird scares of bees. I don't know. What do I look like? A zoologist? <laughs> you uh, just <laughs> ate bees. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, I do think Swansea is going to win. Uh, League One playoff to get to the championship it's blackpool versus lincoln guess Abraham? who lost to lincoln sunderland yes all right heck yeah I'll sunderland till i die more like league one till they die it is <laughs> that's so good it's a great documentary it is it is no i love it uh lincoln won the first game 2-0 the second game sunderland won 2-1 it just wasn't enough that was earlier uh on saturday that sunderland was it yeah yeah it was either saturday i no i think it was sunday it was the 22nd whatever day that is saturday that's saturday yeah so Blackpool and Lincoln will play on the 30th, which is Sunday at 10 o'clock. And we'll find out who goes up to League One. The Lincoln crest just really creeps me out. Yeah, it's like devilish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah what is this? It, it's a troll under the bridge, I think. Lincoln City. I kind of like it. It's kind of demented. It needs to be up in the Premier League. Could you imagine that being <laughs> on a Premier League Yeah, I don't know broadcast? what this is. I think they would have to change their logo. <laughs> it almost looks like a uh, like a, like a fawn. 
Yeah, it is looks that what like it is? That, yeah, it looks like, like the, the guy from Lion Witch in the yeah. Wardrobe or um, Hercules, Mr. Tumnus or <laughs> Phil. Yeah, yeah, Phil. Yeah, Tumnus maybe. Yeah, definitely looks like something that hides in your closet and kills you at night. Oh, a Lincoln Imp is what it is. Sorry, guys. We I'm sorry for all the imps out there that we've offended. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> A yeah, carving of the Lincoln Imp on a house in Farndale, North Yorkshire. But then, if you look at the Blackpool crest, it's beautiful. It like, is. Yeah, the Blackpool crest. I really. They used to be up in the Premier League when I was first starting to watch, and they they had a great say, crest, orange shirts and everything. It was great. I would say I think they were. I think same for me. I think they were. They were around when I was up there. Yeah, because they were around somewhere in 2013. Because I remember having them around. Yeah, probably. I don't know that when they got relegated. Uh, then Monday, May 31st, we got Morecambe versus Newport. Newport beat Forest Green on a 5-4 aggregate. They won the first game 2-0, and yesterday lost 4-3. Forest Green won the second game 4-3, but it was not enough for Forest Green to move past Newport. Uh, Tranmere lose to Morecambe 3-2 total. Uh, it was a 2-1 Morecambe win on the 20th, and then on the 23rd, a 1-1 draw. So we'll see how that goes. If we look at the table, Morecambe finished 4th, while Newport finished 5th, and they were separated by 5 points. So it is a really close matchup here. The teams already going up are Cheltenham, Cambridge, and Bolton from League 2 to League 1. And our friends of the podcast, Harrogate, where my sister lived, my nephew was born, are in 17th place. They're well above relegation, so they are they they finished out their first professional season staying in League Two. Congratulations to Harrogate Town. Uh, we love you. That's gonna be cool, man. When they bring their fans back, because they they hadn't really had the chance to go yeah, around the whole season. Yeah, that's what I felt really bad for about like you know like a Leeds. I'm so glad Leeds was able to hang around and do so well with BL mm-hmm. stuff here. Because those fans deserve every bit of being up. I felt bad for um, West Brom a little bit in Fulham. Uh, I just felt like that. Yeah. But then you got teams that are doing the opposite, like Sheffield. Can you imagine being a Sheffield fan right now? Yeah, you were in stadiums. They finished like 10th, and then yeah. the next year they're out. Yeah, you're watching Championship League football and 80 goals scored a season or something crazy. Yeah. All the time. Um, uh, so let's take a quick trip around the rest of Europe. We got Bayern Munich, of course. They won the Bundesliga. Then in second was RB Leipzig. Third was Dortmund. Fourth is Wolfsburg. Fifth is Frankfurt. Sixth is Leverkusen. Seventh is Union Berlin. Gladbach miss out on the Europa Conference League by one point. Good for Union Berlin, by the way. Yeah. They're yeah, they... like uh they're one of the smallest teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I, I believe I believe they were the team last year that when they got to the Bundesliga they like sold tickets to all these people and they like bought tickets for family that had passed away because of how big of a deal um getting into the Bundesliga was. And the fact that they went all the way up into seventh, that's gonna be they'll be playing Europa conference. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, here's where it's weird for me, because when I started watching the Bundesliga, these two teams were powerhouses. Schalke, relegated. Uh, 
Werder Bremen relegated. And in 16th, going to the relegation playoff is Cologne. That's, you know, when I started watching the Bundesliga, Cologne was, uh, had Lucas Podolski and he was scoring goals for fun and they were like top four challengers. And wow. Uh, you know, uh, Josh Sargent's on Werder Bremen. He's probably going to have to leave. Yeah. Schalke has Matthew Hoppy. He's probably going to have to leave. Yeah. Not good. Not good. When it comes to the, uh, I don't see the relegation playoff in here, so I'm not sure how that's going to go for Cologne. Oh, okay. They play on the 26th against Holstein Kiel. So if Cologne wins, they stay up. If not, Holstein Kiel will take their spot. So that's how that works over there? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's kind of fun. That's kind of terrifying. but It is fun, though. It's like, hey, you know what? You were the least out of the bad of these bottom three, so... You get a chance to save yourself here. I kind of like that better. I, I don't know. It's seems... kind of like how the NBA play-in worked this time, where it's yeah. like the if you lost a game and you were in the higher seed match, mm-hmm. you were still okay and could potentially move on if you beat the next team. But if you don't, you're out. Kind of that. But yeah, that's how the Germans like do that. it. It is interesting. They're the only ones that do it like that, I think. Uh, looking at Serie A, Inter Milan, of course, they won. We've talked about that. AC Milan it finished second, Atalanta in third, and Juventus get the final Champions League spot by one point. Ooh. Napoli finishes fifth, Lazio sixth, Roma seventh, Sassuolo in eighth, Sampdoria ninth. Uh, if we look down at the relegation, Parma, Cro- Crotone, and Benevento are the relegated teams. Uh, the Europa Conference League spot goes to Roma. So we'll cover that this year, but that'll be the, a new competition for us to talk about. Cristiano Ronaldo won Golden Boot. Which is funny because people talk about him as if he's washed up. He got 29 goals. Everybody talked about how great of a season Lukaku had. He had 24. So it's like people were just uh, kind of judging everybody on different standards here. <laughs> that's not uh, that's not normal. <laughs> uh, over in Spain, Atletico Madrid win by two points, 86 points. Real Madrid. In second, they get 84 points. Too bad they won't get any of that Super League money, I guess. And in third is Barcelona with 79 points. Fourth is Sevilla. Fifth is Real Sociedad. And sixth is Real Betis. Relegated was Ibar, Real Valladolid, and SD Hoiska. SD Hoiska. If I said that right. I have no idea if I said that right. I liked it. I, I was cool with it. Uh, Atletico Madrid so you know Barcelona let Luis Suarez walk and he goes to Atletico Madrid and makes them a whole heck of a lot better and they win the league and uh, that's good for them I mean that's only what their second in a few years I mean they haven't won one in a while I think 
Um, it's one yeah, of those leagues that's like Madrid and Barca all the time. Yeah, but they're always in the top. Um, they're in the top they're, three. Yeah, yeah I say they're always in the top three. So they're consistent. Uh, Luis Suarez was one hell of a signing. Let's go to the most surprising league result. Lille wins Liga Un. 83 points. PSG in second with 82 points. They had a 17 goal differential difference between Lille and PSG. PSG had 58. Lille had 41. Monaco finishes third with 78 points. Lyon in fourth with 76. Marseille in fifth with 60. 16 point difference there. And Rennes in six with 58 points. Uh, in the relegation zone is Dijon, like the mustard. Nims in 19th and Nantes in uh, 18th. Oh, they have a relegation playoff. There you go. They have one too. And they play on the 27th against Toulouse. Who have not lost in five matches. Oh, I say Toulouse is going to win that one. Bring them up. Most of the people are agreeing with me on this. Um, <laughs> the eighth place team is Montpellier. Uh, they won the league when I first really started paying attention to Liga Un. Montpellier were winners. And I even did a season with them on FIFA after that. But do you guys know who was Montpellier's striker when they won the league? Uh, shoot. Giroud. Yes, it was Olivia oh, Giroud. I remember weird stuff. Nah. That's pretty cool, though. I don't know. I, Olivia Giroud, the best striker on Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Third-rate striker. First-rate. Right, Okay, yeah. Sure. What's interesting about Montpellier, too, is that uh, they were founded in 1919, but their crest says 1974 because their current incarnation was founded through a merger. So, club merger. Uh, yeah, they won it in 2011-2012. That's when they won the league. Interesting. And Drew had 21 goals. All right. Uh, so let's look ahead to the Europa League. Final is on Wednesday, May 26, via Real versus Manchester United. Who do you got, Matt? Uh, I, I mean, my, my heart says Villarreal, but my head, my brain says it's going to be United. Okay, so what what is my paper saying when I write this down? <laughs> uh, I think it's Copenhagen, I okay. believe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I was just listening to that part, and we mentioned that on the preview show as well. Um, we talked about Copenhagen. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm going to say United. I I just think they're the better team. I, I don't I don't see Villarreal overcoming it and united just to, they played well this year i can't i can't fault them for that they'll win the game are we doing scores or just no you can just say who all right if you want to give a score go ahead uh, i'll say two one damn it okay 
I'll say 3-2, Manchester United. Logan, who do you got? I'm going to go 1-0, Manchester United. We are boring. All right. Uh, Uh, The game's probably going to be pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that it's on a uh, a Wednesday. Why not just do it the Saturday before the Champions League? Right. I don't know. Or it's move weird. the Champions League final to Sunday and play this on a Saturday. You know? Or do like, Europa final on Twitter, TUDN, and switch yeah. it three oh, o'clock. No, I'm not, I don't like watching. <laughs> I remember um, watching. I remember watching the Europa final when Liverpool were in it, and I think it was 2016 against Sevilla. And I had to like leave work early. I like ER'd, uh, or from my role. I don't remember where I was working at Disney at the time, but. Um, I like got home like very beginning of the game. I was so sad when they lost because they finished like eighth in the league. So no more. Yeah, but it's weird. It is weird to have that game like right smack dab in the middle of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan, who do you got for the UCL final, Champions League, Saturday? Uh, I think Bayern's gonna win, right? I mean, they they really just. Oh wait a minute, they're not there. Um, I'm gonna go. What? It's pronounced Copenhagen. Copenhagen. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna go city. I'm gonna go city three one. I think they'll smash. That's Chelsea. that's my score line. Uh, mm-hmm. Manchester City three one is what I have written down here. So I'll go. I'll change it. I'll do four one. Manchester City. Uh, Matt, who do you have? Uh, I'm. Mm, I'll go different than you guys. I think Chelsea are gonna win, and they're gonna win. Two nil. I think it's. I'm. I'm fully believing that one. That'd be fun. Not, Not really. <laughs> if you want to see City buy a bunch of players over the summer, then go ahead with Matt Result. I hey, if they do that and still don't win the Champions League, <laughs> that's then that's true. hysterical. That's uh, true. <laughs> they'd be out there buying Erling Haaland and Kane and Son, and they'd buy the whole freaking. They'd start their own league so they can win it all. All right, and the Euros. We are only a few weeks away. Friday, June 11th, Turkey versus Italy kicks us off at 3 o'clock. That should be fun. Um, And then on that Saturday, we have three games. It's going to be a lot of fun. When I'm down there in Florida, I have reservations at 11 o'clock for lunch. So I'll be right in the middle of you, like right after Ukraine, North Macedonia, it looks like versus Denmark and Belgium at 12. So like, I'll probably catch some of that Denmark Belgium game. If they have it on there, uh, it's a sports bar. They should. That's my, uh, my sleeper pick for the euros, North Macedonia. Hey man, can't count them out. I have the U S winning it all. (laughs) Yeah. That is, that's a called imperialism. (laughs) yeah there's games like every day until the wow july well they do take a break after the 23rd so after the group stage which ends on june 23rd there's a break for three days um and then they play again on my birthday and yeah then they play all the way up to july sometime I was going to say, 
you can follow along on Twitter because I'll be at home watching all of them. Um, we'll probably talk a little bit about it on here as yeah. well. So I wish I wish I could sit and watch all the. Matt, I'll come over games. and I'll like sign language it to you. Like, what's going on? Please. Or <laughs> you just just scream it while I'm working. That's okay. Outside of my window. Yes, if you can. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps us up. Uh, any any last thoughts here about the Premier League season that just ended before we say goodbye? That was a fun year. I'm ready to do it again. It was. Uh, it's weird having done a whole season of this because most things I do, I don't keep up with the whole season. <laughs> This is how long did Cubs career last? Oh gosh, you you know how hard it is to write about baseball on a nightly basis every night. Yeah, good lord, um, it's like a job. Um, <laughs> it's like having three of them. Um, but no, it, it, this was fun. I really enjoyed this Premier League season. I really really enjoyed it, and, and it's going to be even more fun on Saturday, hopefully. So, um, thanks for playing, and thanks for uh, tagging along with us. Um, thanks, Matt and Jordan, for allowing me to talk Manchester City all the time. Um, yeah, so we're going to turn this into a Man City podcast. For those of you that are unaware, that's the announcement that we're making to go into next <laughs> oh, year, so that way we only talk about winning football. I don't think I agreed to that. <laughs> I'm the host. <laughs> You're the boss. Um, but no, it was fun. Did you guys have fun? No. Uh, I had I had fun at first. I thought the season started off with a bang with all of the craziness and like West Ham and Villa and Leicester and all these fun teams being at the top. And uh, then we got exactly what we predicted. The same, you know, the top four that was the same top four as last year, unfortunately. And no real title race by January. Um and no real relegation race since October. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's one of those things that it started off promising, but it was uh, it shook out to kind of what we expected. So I hope next year has a little bit more up its sleeve. I, I, I kind of I had fun. Um, Liverpool obviously were up and down, very fun, and then really depressing, and then very fun again. Um, it was a good year. It, I I think next year will be even better. Honestly, I I really like the teams coming up, um, which I think is a big deal. I didn't have a ton of excitement besides Leeds, um, but I, I'm already pretty excited, kind of to see Norwich and uh, to see Norwich and um, Watford come back up because I I did enjoy those teams when they were up, and yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited for transfer season too. I think it's going to be a, a pretty hectic one especially um, in the Liverpool area. Yeah, it's uh, it was an experience. Uh, I had fun doing the podcast. It's just the uh, the season did not shake out the way I had I had wanted it to. Um, well, it's too damn bad, Jordan. Yeah, we could have <laughs> got see. Leicester and West Ham in these top four. Man, I would be singing okay, this so, season's like, praises. I want to ask you a question then, like, Going into next season, I mean, obviously we don't know what transfers. Who who are you looking forward to make? The, I mean, we didn't talk about really the other teams that are kind of hanging out in the in the top ten. Like, who in the top ten next season are you looking forward to seeing? You know what they can do in the transfer transfer window now that they're up here, and then you know what can they do to maybe encroach on some of these other teams in the top four? Well, 
I, I have to look at three teams. Leicester probably needs some more depth pieces to to compete because they fall apart at the end of the season. It's just too many games. It's just too many games. Uh, Tottenham, they need to infuse something. If they lose Kane, they're already talking them going after Ollie Watkins. Um, don't think he's quite Kane level, obviously, so that's going to still be a glaring hole. Uh, but they need to do something. They need to find a manager that's going to work with them and uh, be able to propel them into where they should be, which is somewhere in that top six, I'd say. And I would look at Arsenal. I would say, look, Arteta won a trophy last year. He won the Community Shield this season against Liverpool. Then started off where they were going to get <laughs> close to relegation. Turn it around against Chelsea around Christmas time. And what was the stat, Matt? Like, if you start the season in 2021, they were like second or third place. Yeah, they're, they're up there. They, they had one of the best uh, 2021s. I think it was actually right after Christmas. They've won at least five straight wins here. Uh, their last five games were all wins, uh, which nobody other than Liverpool has done in this top eight. Uh, so it's a that would be a pretty. Um, they need some infusion of something, and you would want to see them make some progress as well uh, where they don't kind of go through this seesaw season again. I think um, they, I, Those are I the do, three teams, I think, that have a shot of maybe upsetting something in the top four. Uh, see, I, I don't think... I think Tottenham are actually going to find themselves um, kind of in the Everton spot next year. Between new coach and Kane probably gone, um, I just I don't know what direction they're in, and I, that concerns me. But I do think Arsenal. I think Arsenal are going to end up up there. I think West Ham are going to disappoint because yeah, they'll fall back down. I just yeah, with Europa's great, but they're going to be the victim of their they're going to be a victim of their own success. I their depth is going to get put to the test, and I just I think they're going to end up in, again kind of in the same Tottenham range. So where I, I think you could probably end up seeing teams like Arsenal and Everton if they, if they can sign a couple of players that have some sort of speed because I, they're one of the slowest teams. It's hard to watch them play because they just have no, no acceleration, no speed. They just look like they're stuck in mud. I think I would put them above Tottenham and West Ham as much as I don't want to do it. Leeds would be fun. It'd be kind of see fun. It'd be fun to see Leeds maybe um, pop themselves into the top seven, which they could do it. They could. I, I think there would just be another year or two away from really making that. It depends on how long Bielsa stays. He's someone that doesn't stay a lot of places long, so that is something to they be need, concerned about as well. They need to progress in their signings. They can't. They can't stay stagnant. Because I think mm-hmm. if they stay stagnant, I think they're gonna they're gonna have some problems too, and then you're getting to a point where you're really just gonna have like a top six of you know the top four Leicester Arsenal, and then just a bunch of teams kind of plodding around trying to get seventh is is what you're in danger if if some of those teams don't try to take that next step. Yeah, if Leeds goes out and gets some Premier League defenders, I think they. I think they could start. To, I mean, especially if Tottenham lose Kane, uh, that's a <laughs> that could do a lot of damage to to Tottenham team. 
If they I thought can, he was a second-rate striker. Logan. Second-rate striker, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, that's Logan where a seventh-place team. Make any sense? Kane is going to go to Manchester City, light it up, just to make me look even worse than I already look right now. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll be worse than our prediction show. That will be something we would bring up for the rest of your life. <laughs> we have some kind of ungodly numbers too, of like big chances created. And they said that the most successful person in the world right now in, in scoring on big chances created is Kane, and it's yeah. like some unworldly number two. It's like, oh, wonderful. So this is just going to be, yeah, God. I, I, I just think need that's... a Kane kit and just say, well, I don't remember that comment. I don't ever remember being on that podcast. Well, it's on recording, so we can just keep <laughs> playing it. it for you. <laughs> Kane, City are going to sign one player in the entire transfer window, and it's going to be Kane, and they're just going to run rampant through the league. That's my worry. Yeah. United United could get there though. No. United I, and Chelsea can get there. I think United are gonna take a step back from Chelsea and Liverpool. I oh. I, I mean we we'll be able to go over it I guess when we predict, but I I think a lot of what United did this year is unsustainable success and how they won. From all the coming back from behind and the fact they didn't lose an entire road game, I think that's going to kind of deviate back into more of an average. Whereas, yeah, their home form will get better because I think this year was the worst home form they've had all all in their entire, you know, Premier League time. But I don't know; it it'll even out to an extent. But I they they weren't very impressive. I I personally think you give if the league had lasted another three, four weeks, I think United end up in fourth. Hmm. Logan, what do we got coming up on uh, on the rest of our network here this week? I'm sure there's some Star Wars stuff going on somewhere or in Marvel, but, um, <laughs> um, but Jordan will cover that. We have uh, MLS, match week, uh, whatever it is. That's what we like to say. Cause seven, I think? Yeah, I think it's seven. Um, that's coming up, and then we've got to go over last week's uh, wonderful round of games, and not really any big surprises, I don't think. I think there was some. I, I think there was a lot of getting back to like what what do you, what do you say, Matt? What's the math term when you like de- what's the deviate? What's that called again? When you go back Regress, towards the mean re- regression to the mean. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that word. Um, I, I think. That's why that, I'm here. Thanks. Um, I think that that's definitely what you saw in this league's uh at least mls matches so i think that that's something that we'll talk about and we got a lot of uh interesting things to cover we got a nasty um tackle that was put on a player that was uncalled for and so i'm sure we'll get into that and some of the portland timber stuff and um yeah this is a a really interesting week in mls so lots to talk about and uh yeah that's coming up tomorrow we're recording and then we'll get that up whenever jordan can edit it It'll probably be Wednesday morning that that yeah. should be up. Um, yeah, and then we have our power ranking shows on Thursday mornings exclusively on YouTube. Saturdays, we have the closed pyramid, which is all about the lower U.S. soccer pyramid leagues like the USL, the NISA, uh, all, all those type of MPSL, uh, any type sort of lower league is covered in that YouTube show on Stateside Soccer Show's YouTube, which is all part of this Stoppage Time Soccer Show network with the 14301 Productions. So there you go. 
but yeah, so thanks everybody for listening, and we will catch you all next time when we talk uh, the Champions League final. You saw me Sorry, am I not on mute? Kane has stolen it to death! That's what he's there for! Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show and listen to us recap the English Premier League from our perspective. We'll also be talking some Champions League and any other leagues that impact world soccer.